Hello from the Accidental Farm, a little farm that started, well, by accident. Now it has this podcast that's full of its stories, five minutes a day, Monday through Friday. We are well on our way to 100 episodes, and if you're starting in the middle, you're missing out. It's the accumulation of stories about the characters here that end up mattering most when you get to know them, to love them, to hate them, to miss them. It's not just the stories, though. It's the lessons, the little comparisons, the cautionary tales that make this place so extraordinary. You'll see. I am your host, farm girl, a tour guide of sorts, shining my flashlight, or in this case, my microphone, on different parts of the farm that you should hear about that no one has ever heard. Like this one. Transitions can be hard. Season to season, it always takes me a minute to adjust. New gear, new schedules, new demands. The same is true for the animals. It takes them a while to accept change, to make what's new part of what they do and who they are. I moved my hens to the barn nearly two years ago. Three of my older hens remain. The four new hens have only known the current coop in the barn. But the three older Rhode Island Reds still venture far from the barn to the garden and to their old haunts near the coop that's tucked in behind the garden. They remember. The goats are now connected and attached to the barn, but it wasn't their first home. They spent a few years living in their own stall next to the chickens in the garden coop and yard. Now, sometimes when I am loading in a truckload of feed, bedding, and hay, I open the gate to move materials in and leave the gate wide open. The goats run out. (laughs) They nibble on the brambles in the nearby woods. I do not worry for one second that they won't come back. They always come back. It's their home. And all I have to do is think about their molasses-laden sweet feed, and they come running. Sometimes they even beg to be let back in before the idea of food hits them. It's a comforting place for them. Home. It's what they know. When I first moved them there, while it was nicer and bigger and it had more room to roam, it was not theirs yet. It was new and exciting but it did not smell like home or feel like home to them yet. You know when you move into a new house and it takes you a while to know where your things are and to achieve that kind of lived-in feeling? It's like that. It was like that for the goats. Here's how I know. Back in the goats' old home, the chickens were still in residence. The feed bin that previously held their feed, a slant-topped wooden bin with a back hinge, had been moved away from the coop to just outside the fence next to the gate. I don't remember why I moved it there. Either I was cleaning up the coop yard or I was reacting to a bear attack. I'm always up to something new, making improvements. So there it sat. Carl was fixing a fence in the donkey yard one day, still before Clover arrived, and Murphy wouldn't stop bothering him. He needed to leave the fence open, but didn't want Murphy to get out. So he walked that naughty little donkey down to stay with the hens for the day in the old goat yard. Fine. Seemed like a perfect solution. 
except for this. Except for the fact that Echo got out of her new fenced area up at the barn where Carl was working. She got out, and guess where she went? Back to her house, to her old home, where the chickens live and where Murphy was spending the day, irritated that he wasn't where he wanted to be. So, Echo runs home. The gate is closed, but Echo is smart and super athletic. She jumps on top of the bin. She leaps over the fence and into her old yard. It was probably 30 minutes or so before Carl found her. My smartest, toughest goat had been trampled. Murphy had pulled off part of her tail with his teeth. She was bloody. But more than that, she was rattled and confused. How did this happen? How could there be such a predator in her house, in her own yard, where she had grown up safe every single day? Echo is now fine. It took her some time to recover, to find herself again. To be honest, a little part of her was lost that day. And not just her tail. A little piece of her security, her trust, her dignity, her kidness. I blame myself. I always blame myself. Poor Echo. I am so sorry, girl. Echo is at home at the big barn these days. She has her shelf and her food, and she and Murphy have a peace between them. She forgave him, but I don't think that she forgot. Not entirely. Thanks for being here on the accidental farm where life happens. It happens here just like it does on a city street, in a suburban cul-de-sac, or anywhere else. You can find inspiration here, stories that reflect your own life, or just escape for a few minutes. Thanks for listening. Your binging is so impressive. If you have a minute, which I know you must somewhere, please write a review on iTunes so that more people like you can find their way home. Here. Thank you. Thank you.